Hello, everybody, and thanks for listening in. Uh, I'm Pastor David, and joining me today is my lovely wife, Amy. Hello. And this podcast uh, exists for two things primarily. One, we want to to consider, uh, along with us, the words of Scripture, to chew on them and to consider their meaning. And then second, for us and for y'all, we want to apply those words to our lives. And so uh, we read the Scripture to that end. In the month of May, we're in Proverbs. And so since today is the uh, 8th, we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 8, starting in verse 1. Here's what it says. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice at the highest point along the way? Where the paths meet, she takes her stand beside the gate leading into the city. At the entrance, she cries aloud. To you, O people, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. You who are simple, gain prudence. You who are foolish, set your hearts on it. Listen, for I have trustworthy things to say. I open my lips to speak what is right, my mouth to speak what is true. For my lips detest wickedness. All the words of my mouth are just. None of them is crooked or perverse. To the discerning, all of them are right. They are upright to those who have found knowledge. Choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. I, wisdom, dwell together in prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior and perverse speech. Counsel and sound judgment are mine. I have insight. I have power. By me kings reign, and rulers issue decrees that are just. By me princes govern, and nobles all who rule on earth. I love those who love me, and those who seek me find me. With me are riches and honor, enduring wealth and prosperity. My fruit is better than fine gold. What I yield surpasses choice silver. I walk in the ways of righteousness along the paths of justice, bestowing a rich man, I'm sorry, bestowing a rich inheritance on those who love me and making their treasuries full. The Lord brought me forth as the first of his works before his deeds of old. I was formed long ago at the very beginning when the world came to be, when there was no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water, before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills I have given birth, before he made the world or its fields or any of the dust of the earth, I was there when he set the heavens in place, when he marked out the horizon on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above and fixed securely the foundations of the deep. When he gave the sea its boundary, so the waters would not overstep his command, and when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world, and delighting in mankind. Now then, my child, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instructions and be wise. Do not disregard it. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching uh, daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. For those who find uh, me find life and receive favor from the Lord. 
but those who fail to find me harm themselves. All who hate me love death. So what you got? It's a lot there. Uh, I think what stands out to me the most is kind of contrasting it with the last chapter that was talking about the adulterous woman and sin kind of coming out to find us. It Solomon here comes and says, well, wisdom's out there too. And maybe she's not running up to you and trying to entice you to her, but she's there and she's calling out to you and she wants you to seek her instead. Um, and so it's kind of like there's a choice there between wisdom and folly. And uh, man, so many of us choose the, the folly instead of the wisdom who's right there waiting for us. Uh, so that was that was one insight that I had. Yeah, no, I like that too. And I was thinking about that as like there's, it's like a competition. So there's folly out there um, offering you promises, right? And the folly was offering you promises of sweet wine and, and uh, secret pleasures. And wisdom, on the other hand, offers you promises of things that are um, more trustworthy and more firm. Um, but she's not as forward about it. She's more of an invitation and less of a... Um, uh, temptation. Yeah, an uh, enticement. Yeah, and I like that. But I also liked, um, there's something philosophically going on here, and you with your philosophy studies will appreciate it. Um, it talks about the Lord brought me forth as the first of his works before his deeds of old. I was formed long ages ago. And so it's the old question of, um, you know, what's right? Is it Are things right because God says they're right? Or does God saying they're right make them right? And the way we've kind of solved that problem, it's the uh, euthyphro dilemma, right? Well, we solved that problem is saying that um, some things necessarily spring out of the character of God. And so this thing, the Bible doesn't tell us that God created wisdom. And, and even here, he says, he brought me forth as the first of its works. I don't think it's pushing towards a creation of wisdom. I think it's uh, pointing out the idea that because of the character of God, wisdom has existed even before he created the earth. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know how theologically correct this is, but it reminded me kind of of the Holy Spirit being there with God. And, and we kind of see the Holy Spirit as a um, vessel of wisdom for us and a, a way of teaching us what's wise. And so as the Solomon is talking about wisdom being there at creation, it kind of reminded me of the Holy Spirit and kind of that that's what I pictured whenever I, I read that. Me too, but I wasn't going to say it because I hadn't studied to see if the, <laughs> if we can relate this to the Holy Spirit. But I do relate it in this way. You know, in um, James uh, 1, 5, it talks about wisdom, right? It says yeah. if you uh, lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives it abundantly without finding fault. And we know the mechanism of that because of uh, John in the Upper Room Discourse. He says that, you know, the Holy Spirit is going to be our counselor and be there with us to advise us and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think we can certainly say that even if Lady Wisdom isn't the Holy Spirit here, we can say that uh, the Holy Spirit um, in this age, the church age, is kind of the, like you say, the vessel of wisdom for us. Yeah. I should know better because in my thought theology class, they constantly told me, don't try to find the Trinity before it's revealed. So, sorry, yeah, what, are, what are those theologians now? <laughs> so, um, and then, and then uh, it gets into this kind of long description of what the um, wisdom does. You know, it says... Um, you are simple, uh, gain prudence. For you who are foolish, set your hearts on it. Um, and it's that, it's that James 1.5. It's uh, if you lack wisdom, you know, go get it. Like, yeah. there's no reason to not seek it. There's no reason to not um, search after it. You know, it's, uh, 
it's a hard way to go through life, just always um, wondering what you're supposed to do and never knowing in the Bible. It really invites you to seek wisdom and to ask God to give knowledge of what it is to get enough light to see that next step, to give enough light to see that just one more step in life where you should go. And it says that that knowledge is better than gold. It's better than silver. It's better than rubies. It's better than everything. It's, that knowledge is the stuff that uh, brings real wealth, not monetary, monetary wealth, but real day-to-day uh, what should I do with my life kind of wealth. Yeah, reading through and looking at all the places where it says that the kings and princes and nobles should seek me in, in their uh, rule, I thought, man, what a different world it would be if instead of seeking riches and earthly power, they were seeking wisdom and actually trying to do the right things in their leadership. Oh, man, Lord hates the day, right? Bring that by. <laughs> Absolutely. But it also reminds me of Solomon, yeah. right? So yeah. Solomon, obviously he valued wisdom because when confronted by God, and so you can have whatever you want. He asks for wisdom. But then Solomon, like yeah. he lived his life in like some of the least wise ways possible. Yeah. And so uh, so he says like that the, the rich or the kings rule by wisdom. And, and for all... Um, for his rulings, Solomon seemed to do that. He was known for being a wise king who made good rulings, but for his personal life, uh, total mess, right? Totally. And so it's a, it's an interesting thing, like him telling everybody to seek wisdom here. It's like, uh, you know, you're, you're, you can be overweight, but your dog never is. Because <laughs> it's easy to go on a diet for your dog, right? Yeah. Like to not give him too much food. Um, but when you have to apply it to yourself and, and not eat too much, then it's uh, harder and more personal. And so... Uh, Solomon, when he has to apply wisdom to his kingdom, seemed to do a pretty good job. When he had to apply it to his person, uh, well, he found himself with Lady Folly more than more than I would like recorded in history about me. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's uh, Proverbs chapter um, 8, folks. Um, I would encourage you today uh, to find some time to read this chapter and to consider Lady Wisdom, to think about how wisdom applies in your life and and then especially to to think about the question of uh where you need wisdom where you're lacking wisdom where you haven't um, um made the connection with god's commands in your life just yet and um, remember that james 1 5 where it says you know if you lack wisdom ask god who gives it abundantly and then my favorite part without finding fault god never calls us stupid for not knowing he never calls us um, silly for having to ask questions. He always encourages us to come back to him for the wisdom that we need. And then he says that he'll give it to us. He, it's one of those promises. It's a, the, one of the prayers that God promises he'll answer. So as you meditate on this today, think about where you need wisdom in your life. And, um, and we hope to have you back here tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 9. Uh, blessings. <laughs>